Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here, my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. No Garrett Price today, no Jared Wackley, our producer. They are at the Senior Bowl. Yes, they are having a ball. Yeah, yeah. Just one place. And today we're doing, we did a short version of this on YouTube already. Right. About the Dynasty Fantasy Football running back. Uh, today we're going to do a little bit more in depth. Uh, in podcast form, probably yeah. about an hour long. I was going to say, no video today. We had some technical issues. There was a update that came out for Mac, and it just crashed a bunch know. of stuff. That's why we have a producer <laughs> for the video stuff. So no, <laughs> we, no, 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 no necessary. No, Rich, it was technical in the fact that there was something that crashed. Don't make us sound stupid. Oh, yes. <laughs> totally technical. Uh, way above my pay grade. Yeah. So we did cover this lightly in YouTube already, uh, but we're going to get, we even got more numbers here to get involved with it. So the premise here is why we always talk about it on the show. If you've been listening to the show for over six years, you know, this hashtag hashtag two to three year window mm. and why you should be selling running backs and why it should be the most fluid position on your dynasty roster. Now it's easy to say zero running back strategy. It's easy to say hashtag two to three year windows guys. Where do these numbers come from? Well, we now have the numbers. We pulled them from the ether. Yes, we went back all the way back to 2002 just to get a glance. But, Matt, the premise here is we'll be looking at a 10-year window. It's the best way to do it. It's a nice, even number. It's a decade. Most running backs don't play a decade. so Most do not. Yeah, that's Most true. do not. Frank Gore goes way back. But, mm. again, outliers here. Absolutely. So all our numbers are, are in a 10-year window. So when you hear about guys like you know Frank Gore, Steven Jackson, D'Angelo Williams, Michael Turner, and Maurice Jones-Drew, they were possibly just – one year running back ones, they were they obviously had more than running back ones. You know, Michael Turner had sure. two, mm-hmm. Steven Jackson had a ton, Gore had a couple more, D'Angelo Williams had a couple, MJD had a couple. Yep, at but least. Yep. Again, th- it's all relative because once we go in next year and at a decade, those guys would fall off the list altogether. As I say, we we started digging into it and trying to uh, trying to really get a, a, a grip on some of these guys further back, but it, you just open up Pandora's box. So we had to make a a, a we had to cut it off somewhere. We did it at 10 years. So, yes, there are a few guys that are on this one-year wonder list. Rich just mentioned um, the people that really aren't one-year wonders. And we'll talk about how that kind of changes the stats um, when we get to that to, to that portion. It's having not those, much at all, yeah, having those if people. anything. It, it's it's a, like a 4% swing. That's it. So it, it's not that big of a deal. But it's, it's going to be a constant change in number as we go along because – we're just going to keep updating, right? We're going to keep doing this kind of show like once a year and updating it for a 10-year slot. So guys will be falling off and guys will be getting added on as as these, you know, the new crop of running backs come and a new guy just pops up as a one-year one, a Philip Lindsay type of guy that comes out of nowhere and is really only a, a one-year guy. So the premise here is we're hoping what we can do is identify outlying running backs. Running backs are going to give you more than two years of running back one numbers. Matt, if you want to go over, so let's start with the basics here. So remember, this is PPR in a 10-year window. So from 2020 to 2011, that's what we're covering. So any guys that were back in 2011, 2012, some of their numbers may be off, but most of them are not. Honestly, right. we found a couple, and all the ones that are off all fall off after after this year. They're all 2011 guys. So it was the last year they were a running back one. So let's start over here, Matt, with the basic numbers. If you are a running back number, let's start there. So we're, so we're going to base all these numbers off of a 12 a 12 a 12 person league so obviously you know there's 12 running back ones each year and we're looking over a 10 year span so that's 120 opportunities that we're going based off of f- to be a running back one over that 10 year period right Correct. so you know if, if you look at the guys that were only one year wonder type of players it ends up being 30 players and obviously some of these guys are on this list right now like you already mentioned they're they're Guys from way, you know, you have to get in the way back machine a decade ago, a decade ago that were just at the end of their careers. Okay. So, you know, there's four or five of those guys. And then on the, on the other side of the spectrum, some of the players are brand new, the the Nick Chubbs, the Joe Mixons, the Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson's Austin Eckler, David Montgomery, James Robinson, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. And by, by new, I mean, they still have an opportunity 
to get off this list by becoming a running back one a second time. But again, they're offset by the guys that were already running back once. Correct. We already kind of touched on it. It's all relative. Yeah, it is all relative. But those guys, there was 30 of them, so 30 divided by 120, it gives you about a 25% chance of just being a one-year wonder um, right now as a running back one. So you have a 25% chance. So out of a, out of 120 opportunities, only 30 of, 30 of those running backs that were running back one out of the 120 mm-hmm. only did it once in that decade. That's it. 25%. Yep. So one out of four of those guys in a decade, will be a running back A decade one. is a long time. I mean, if you start expanding farther than that, you're just going to – you're like out kicking your coverage there. You know what I mean? You're, who knows if your league is going to be around that long? Who, lo- who knows if your league has been around that long? You know what I mean? So you don't want to go too much farther than that. I know these are dynasties and people are playing them for life, but I mean, this gives us a fair, a fair shake of that. And plus, you know, the different, it was different game back then as well. That that, that was going to, that was going to be my next point. The, the game has evolved as well. So we didn't want to go too much. And we could tell, because if we go back to the early 2000 from 2000, 2010, there's different outlier, outlier guys there too. We're going to talk about the new guy age outliers, but then you're talking Edger and James, Clinton Portish, Sean Alexander, LaDainian Tomlinson, uh, those kind of guys. And there was always, there's always about two or three of them. I feel like four, that, I think four is a good number of the outlier guys. Usually. Yeah. Throughout a 10 year span, I feel like, um, so keep going on these numbers. So, yeah. So if you further it and you, and you go to a running back, a running back one, two or more seasons, there was only 33, um, players that did that. So that, that excludes the one year wonder guys. We got, we, we, we are scrapping those guys. We're just on the guys that have done it two or more times. And that, that's 33 players, and that uh, roughly comes out to about 28%. So you you have a, actually a slightly better chance of doing a running back one twice than just washing out after one year. So keep that in mind, I think. And these are the players that we really have to kind of flush out. Um, that We have to identify, I feel like, the one-year wonder guys. I mean, and, and if you look down the list of, of players here, I think they're fairly easy to, like, recognize – the we'll Carlos Carlos Hyde, Chris Carson's, uh, Duke Johnson, James White's, the Philip Davis, yeah, Philip Lindsay, Mike Davis, Alf Morris, the guys that you know, a couple of these guys just they're not like PPR type of guys. They just had the right opportunity pop up in the one year that they kind of had the full on workload. But we'll go over some more of those guys later. So so twenty eight percent roughly uh, of two year. So out of all the running back ones, there's a. 52% chance the most you'll be a running back one in your entire career is twice. Boom. 52%. So a little bit more than half of all running backs that are running back ones, the most they'll ever be a running back one is twice. Hashtag two to three year window. Now, we say hashtag two to three year window, Matt, because what are the numbers for a running back one in a 10 year span to be a running back three t- running back one three times? It gets pretty sketchy here on out. So only 17 guys out of 120 out of 120 did three times or more. So you're down at you're at, you're down at 14 percent at this point at at three or more. So it's it's you're you're already in outliers territory if you've made it three times. So 60 66 percent of all running backs would do it three or less times. Yep. With 25 percent of that, which is almost half of that number is a running back one just once just once yep and then so when you get you you get even higher than that you get four or more and you're getting into a five percent chance and if you're going to the crazy numbers of of a running back one five or more times you're at less than one percent you're at 0.83 percent we only had one of those guys it was LaShawn mccoy so four four running six running backs have been a running back one four or more times this decade mm-hmm. and once has did it five times, which is LaShawn McCoy, McCoy, who has a total of six total running back one numbers overall. If you right. go he, back to his he, career. I was gonna say he had one before all you know, before the ten year window as well. Again, you know, so you're looking at Ladanian Tomlinson's, you're looking at Matt Forte's. If you're gonna go back to the decade before that for the outlier. Uh right now, guys that have running back fours that are still playing that have been a running back one four times already that are still active that could do it again. Zeke Elliott and Alvin Kamara. That's, That's it. it. That's it. That's it's, it's, it's a short. It's a short list. Zeke Elliott. Everybody wants to sell Zeke Elliott. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara. That's yep. it. So Alvin Kamara is essentially the new LaShawn McCoy, who's the new Ladainian Tomlinson. He's the new hotness. Um, I mean, I think there's guys that also, you know, CMC has a, has a shot at 
you know, he was injured this year, but I think he would have legitimately been on this list a fourth time had he just been healthy. But we can't go off of what ifs, no. right? And that's a big thing. So that's a thing. Here, here's what even proves the point. Some of this as well. It does not matter why you were not a running back one. Right. This just proves the point of the fluid position and why, even no matter how good they are, again, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, going to ADP wise, going into the beginning of the year of this year, they were one two yep. in ADP startups, right? Christian McCaffrey, then Saquon. Neither of them finished as a running back one this year. Now, will they finish as a running back one again? Highly likely. Highly likely, as but, long as they're healthy. But they can yep. easily pull Bo Jackson and get career injury hurt, you know what I mean? And then yeah. Christian McCaffrey never plays again. And then, no, those are his numbers. It doesn't matter they average 30 points per game. Those are his historical numbers. Hashtag two to three year window. So we're looking at guys here. What are the odds of you drafting a running back and he was a running back one for him to be, keep being a running back one? Where is that value? When do you sell? When do you buy? We preach here all the time. And I think the dynasty community has kind of caught up on this concept as well. We've been talking about for six years is once you're on that rookie contract, that's it. That is it. That is it. That is literally it. If you get more than three running back one years out of that, you have yourself on a very good running back. If you have a guy who did it once, that was a good draft pick. It was a good trade. You have a solid player there. If you have a, two, a guy who's running back one twice, that's a really good running back. That is above average, way above yep. average. Great draft pick. You got two running back one years out of them. Be happy about that. Move on. Adios. If you have three or more, then you have almost an outlier right you, here. You've got, you pretty much do. You're at 14%, and it you can consider that running back a ticking time bomb. You know what I mean? There's there's a a 95% chance that he's not going to be a running back one a fourth time. A 95% chance. Ever again. Yeah, ever again. So if you have guys, so let's look at guys that have been a running back three that are uh, currently still playing, right? So DeMarco Murray not playing. Todd Gurley. Will Todd Gurley ever be a running back one again? No. no. Love Bell? Probably not. Nope. Murray? No. Adrian Peterson? No. Melvin Gordon? Probably not. Probably not. No. I mean, he's done it three times. Rich, look at the numbers. All Mel, 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 Melvin Gordon is like the perfect guy to look at. He's a perfect subject for this because he's done it three times. The last time he did it was 2018. And the numbers say he's nine. there's a 95% chance he's not going to. But this is a guy that's still a name out there and people still like. I know his name has faded, but you can still get something for him because he's about to fall off a cliff. Correct. The numbers show it. Uh, history, 95% history shows it. And if he does, he enters that he enters that elite conversation of the guys that have done it four times in this decade, which are Forte, Zeke Elliott, Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, and Marshawn Lynch. And do you see him that way? Do you think he's a four-timer? I do not. And neither do I. Unless they trade for some elite quarterbacks. They have so many good offensive yeah. weapons there. He might be able to get there. because you know I, He could be one of those guys. I mean, he could be like a Mark Ingram. So again, but look at me. Is that your head saying that or your heart saying that? None of the above. I trade them for a first. Okay, there you go. So out of this decade, let's before we get into the that where we were at for a second ago about these guys are gonna be a chance. That's that's it. Other numbers. Cream Hunt has a chance. He was running back three one three times. Mm -hmm. Besides that, other guys are a league. Arian Foster, Chris Johnson, Jamal Charles are out of the league. Yep. Now, in over the last decade, these are the only running backs that have a running back one season four times or more. Mm. Okay. Shady McCoy did it five times in the last decade. That's it. He's alone here. He's yep. the outlier. He's the creme de la creme of the last decade. Then you have Matt Forte. You have who did it for these guys. Who did it four times in the last decade. Matt Forte, Zeke Elliott, Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, Marshawn Lynch. End of list. That's it. That's it. No more. It's a short, it's a short. So, list. Out of all those guys that said three, did it three more times. I mean, the best chance here is we're looking at Christian McCaffrey has the best chance. Absolutely. And then maybe, maybe Slim Champs, Cream Hunt, who was running back one throughout most of the for at times of the year, he was running back seven. Yep. And then Melvin Gordon. So you're hanging your hat on the for the guys that join that next list, Christian McCaffrey, who's clearly an outlier, he's, right? And and he's clearly talented enough. And as long as he's healthy, he's going to be he's going to be a four timer at least. Okay. Yep. And then Kareem Hunt, yep, who's unlikely to be a running back one again. I would, I would, I would think so, just because he's splitting, splitting carries. It would take an injury to Nick Chubb for him to be one of these guys that's on the list four times. I think. So, and there, so and there, a big name comes up here. It's a guy who people are like, oh, you hate him. 
I've come around. He's fantastic. I love him. Derrick Henry. Derrick right? Henry, yep. Is Derrick Henry an outlier? Derrick Henry's been a running back one Twice. two times. Mm-hmm. I could easily see Derrick Henry's name on the list into that three category, right? You I know? think I think he's, and this is, uh, this is a lot coming from us. I think he's talented enough to be on there a third time. As long as he holds up physically, they they are not afraid to give this guy the ball you know, 35 times a game if that's what it takes for them to win. And it seems like in towards the end of the season, he starts slowing down a little bit. I don't know if you've noticed that as well. He just, I don't know if it's him getting up a little slower after every play or what. He's he's only a human being, you know what I mean? Like there's only so much tread on any, but any running back's tires. So I think he's talented enough. I think his usage, I think they're just going to run him into the ground. So as long as he stays healthy and, and and doesn't completely fall off the you know fall off a cliff here, I think that I think he'll make it a third time. Which is then the sell point. Yeah. So I, definitely, I think I think the safe thing here is no matter what, you're getting peak value after a guy's been a running back one three times. I think it should be the automatic sell point. I think it, I think it definitely should. But would you would you fault anyone for go ahead going ahead and selling Henry now? No, 100% not. No, okay. I would because there's peak right. value on yeah. him right now. You're talking about a guy who was just running back number three overall. You're going back to his other running back one year, which was 2019. He was running back seven, right around there, number seven. So you're talking about three and seven. Mm-hmm. But his ADP value is first-round startup ADP. So you can flip Derrick Henry in the Justin Jefferson, who our next show for the Nerd Herd, we're, we're going to do the same show with wide receivers for the next show, for example, just to let you know. And let, here's a little teaser. The wide receivers are the best investment you can make for your dynasty team. <laughs> a little teaser. You want, you we, want, won't, we won't dig into the numbers, yeah. but... When we're talking here, like, oh, he, was, he did this twice? Yeah. Wow, he's really good. It's Six, a little different for the seven, wide receivers. Nine. You can get about eight, nine years out of those guys. It's, it's, it's not that drastic, but we haven't even touched the running back two numbers yet, which is a whole different ball of wax. And that's where the huge differentiation is between running backs and wide receivers. And we'll talk about that next episode. Absolutely. So so the big point here is then you're what you're trying to identify is when to get out from the running back in dynasty fantasy football. It's it's constantly. We just mentioned after the first contract. You want to get out that's 4 years usually in the league. Uh that that that's peak value for them. That's the healthiest they're ever going to be and they're not going to be most of these outliers because they're not a big contract because they're good running back. So they probably had running back num- one numbers already. So the odds of them keep doing it are slim. Don't mind you the outliers. If you have an outlier anyways, you're probably competing for a championship and you're going to hold on to them anyways. Right. Yep. So when we're looking here now, another number we can see here is for the most part, if you're a running back one, what are the odds that if you go off of this, that you're just a running back one the very next year? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's 12 of those guys, right? Guys that were running back ones in t- 2020, Five of those were running back ones in 2019. So these are back-to-backers then. Back-to-backers. In 2019, and some of these guys obviously were three in a row. Like a guy like Alvin Kamara has been a running back one four times in a row. So he's going to be on this. He he skews this number four times. But who cares, right? Right. Right. In 2019, three running backs total were running back ones in 18. In 2018, four running backs were running back ones in 17. Then then five, then four, then only two running backs in 2015 were running backs one and 14. Then the only number that was above half was, the, was 2014 when you had Matt Forte, DeMarco Murray, Marshawn Lynch, Eddie Lacy, Jamal Charles, Jock Bell, oh, of all people, yeah, and LaShawn McCoy. Seven of those running backs were running back ones in 2013. Besides that, it was five and four. So se- seven, is, yeah, I was going to say seven is the high water mark. By two. By, re- by quite a bit, yeah. So mo- so about four and a half is the is I think it averages out about four and a half. So you're looking at at least you're saying four and a half is the average I think carryover number. A carryover number. So you're looking at between seven and eight new running back ones basically every single year. And let's go it let's, just talks let, to the turnover. Yeah, let's go let's butt it up to five. Right. Sure. Let's just go to five. Let's sure. round up, babe. Come yeah. on, let's do it. <laughs> so so we're at seven new running backs. No matter what every on year. average, every single year running back ones. And so, we've seen up to ten. Yep. And we've seen it as lowest. The lowest it was was once was six. Right. Besides that, the lowest it was every year. You take out that one number right. is seven new running back ones every year. So let's look at the running back ones last year. Matt, Alvin Kamara mm-hmm. has been a running back one four times straight. Dalvin Cook has been a running back two times straight. Derrick Henry two times straight. James Robinson 
One time. Yeah, first year, obviously. Aaron Jones, two times straight. David Montgomery, one. Jonathan Taylor, one. Kareem Hunt. New to the game, yep. Kareem Hunt, Josh Jacobs, once. Zeke Elliott, Mike Davis, Antonio Gibson. So the easiest name to throw out here right away is Antonio Gibson. Or I mean Mike Davis. I was going to say it is. Holy cow. Uh, I, I shouldn't Gibson. have traded that first round draft pick It's Mike him. Davis. Yeah, it's Mike Davis. So, he's, he's, he's the one guy that you look on this list, and you and I said it earlier, let's try to identify the one-year guy. It's Mike Davis. It's Mike Davis. So that, that's yeah. out of the seven, that's the easiest one to throw away. That's, that's Now we need six. Awesome so man. odds are, odds are, six more of these guys will not be on this list for running back one next year. Six. Six. Matt. So six. So let's let's so let's look at it. I think the most the next most likely guy for me is David Montgomery. I, I he's a guy that in in my opinion he had the exact right situation and he, he got to the list, you know, Tariq Cohen wasn't there for the whole year. Yep. So he was catching probably more passes than he will next year. And the fact that he had such a soft schedule towards the back end of the season when they kind of needed to get things going. I think he, it was kind of a perfect situation for him to get where he got off the list. Yep. So now we need five more. Yep. Okay. Uh, next guy on this list. I think the easiest guy to choose from here then, cause it was a late season surge. I'm gonna take that in effect a little bit. I mm-hmm. think I would pick Antonio Gibson bottom the of the list as well. Yeah. Bottom I, of the barrel list. Still like him as running back. Most likely probably be a running back too, but still that's my guess. If I, if you're, you're putting a gun in my head. I got to take, we got to pick five more guys. Yeah. He's one of them for sure. Right. I'm going to, I, yeah. Um, what do you think about a guy named, I, I have a guy that I think is better and easier, but what do you think about a guy, Aaron Jones? His Dep- situation is so up in the air right now. If he lands in San Francisco, he's a lock. Yeah. Anywhere else. I'm taking him off the list. Right. And we talked about him. He's Absolutely. already been a running back one twice. Twice. Is he this, is he part of the, 14% that's going to do it a third time or is no. he part? Yeah. So to me, what I'm doing is once Aaron Jones signs somewhere that's not San Francisco, you're selling and you're going to use that new. We'll talk about this when it comes to free agency. He's a sell, right? Cause then even if he's a running back one again next year, you're getting peak value right there. Cause he signed for a new team. Somebody's excited and chances odds are of, ch- chances of him being part of the 5% is even lower. Because you got to remember, even if he does hit as a running back one in 2021, there's a 95% chance that he will not be a running back one in 2022. True 95% thing. chance. So we can take Aaron Jones off of that from what we've done here. What about Zeke Elliott, Matt? Zeke Elliott has been a running back one four times already. And what was he? He was like number 10 or something, right? Yeah. So he was falling down a little bit. Want to take him off the list? And there's a couple guys we put back on, barring their healthy, for sure we can put back on the list are Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey, right? Those guys Those are, are two def- guys. Definitely going to um, easily be put on there. Uh, Austin Eckler, there's talk of an up-tempo offense that's going to feature him in the passing game. So he he's could, likely to get back on the list here. Nick Chubb has a good chance to get back on the list. I see him as a multi-year running back one, so that's four guys we added right there. And then probably, depending on land spot where they go, we'll, we will see another rookie, Travis Etienne mm-hmm. or Najee Harris, will probably make this list. Maybe it's Javante Williams in the right spot. A rookie or two always find their way on this sure. list. Yep. That would round out the six, right? So that's six guys right there we could probably and, add back on. And don't you forget about my boy, DeAndre Swift. And DeAndre Swift, <laughs> yeah. They're talking about moving. They are the, the offensive new offensive coordinator – it, which is coming from uh, New Orleans, mm-hmm. and Dan Campbell, the head coach, coming from New Orleans. They want to use him in the slot. They want to use him just like Alvin Kamara. And Whew. this is great news for DeAndre Swift owners. But Al, so who else can we take off this list? So Cream Hunt, maybe, right? He's not on this list. Cream Hunt is, yeah. Oh, he is on the list. So take off Cream Hunt. Yep. So we got. So here, here's here's we got for sure: Antonio Gibson, Mike Davis, and he's not nothing's for sure. But David Montgomery, Cream Hunt. That's four. Uh, Aaron Jones. Five. So we would need two more off of this list that odds are. But let's say it's an outlier year sure. and six carryover because some of these guys are are pretty good. We need to pick one more guy off the list. Is it Josh Jacobs? Is it Zeke Elliott? Is it – because leaving, I'm leaving Dalvin Cook on. I'm leaving Kamara on. I'm leaving Derrick Henry on. I'm leaving Jonathan Taylor on. Is James Robinson the guy? We've seen that lit. We've seen those rookies come in, have a good year, and then that, that's it. Whole new situation, whole new coaching staff. He's going to have to impress. Two thousand eight, Steve Slayton came in, running back with like number eight, not number four overall. But yeah, like you said, I think James Robinson's the easiest pick to, for me to take off of. Here. Okay, all right, I, I I agree. I think he could be one of these guys that 
I mean, I don't want to call him one of these Chris Carson type of one-year wonder guys, but he might be a guy that's more more suited to convert or revert, I guess, back into a, like a running back two. Which is Chris Carson's a yeah. running back two. He's only had one running back one year. Mm-hmm. He's been a good name, but he's only had one running back one year. He's had two running back two seasons. So, I mean, it's one of those things where uh, – and, and we could get into those numbers a little bit if you want. Joe um, Mixon get back in the running back one game here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you mentioned, Austin Eckler get back here in the running back one game. Nick Chubb can get back in the running back one game here. Uh, those are all good names that are they have already been running back ones already. Right. Besides the rookie class. But again, none of these other rookies are even on here. Guys like Clyde Edwards-Alaire, DeAndre Swift, and J.K. Dobbins that were rookies this year. They could flirt with those numbers. So um, do you want to try to dig into the running back two type of stats? Yeah, absolutely. But before we do, how about we jump on here real quick and have a word from our sponsor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we love our sponsors. And today we are talking about Prediction Strike. That's right, Prediction Strike. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Derrick Henry before the season? Well, now Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can even get closer to the game. Don't just draft your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply visit PredictionStrike.com or download their app on the App Store to create an account. Then, deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performances, and you could trade your shares if of players at any time, as long as a player isn't currently in a game. They also just rolled out a new feature where you can join leagues and add friendly friends to see what athletes they're buying stocks in how they're performing, and if your friend's portfolios are better than yours. Sign up today with that promo code DYNASTY to receive $10 with your first deposit of $20 or more. So if you deposit $20 or more, you're going to get free $10 invest. And I think the show we're doing right now is going to be really good information to show you when to sell high. Absolutely. Always sell high on the running backs that are putting up running back one numbers and reinvest that in the fresh wide receiver ones. That's going to be the best bang for your buck. I feel like me and you would rake against some of our friends. Yeah, we should definitely if we, were, uh, if we were comparing portfolios. I think we should uh, up our portfolio at predictionstrike.com. But this is a good. I think dynasty players have a big advantage here for prediction strike because you can see these long term trends and just knowing the hashtag two three year window, you'll make money on that right now. Like selling Derrick Henry now right now at peak value, absolutely is going to be yep. and then reinvest in like a guy like it's, Justin Jefferson. It, it would seem like a bad move, but in the long run, and if you look at the numbers, it's a great move. Yeah, and take that free $10, invest in a rookie wide receiver that we love, like a guy like Michael Pittman Jr., right? Mm-hmm. Um, a guy like maybe like Jalen Rager uh, or J.K. Dobbins and DeAndre Swift, whose value is about to skyrocket. Basically, I mean, we're, we're laying a strategy out for you. Just go and invest in rookie running backs and then flip them into these longer-term assets. There you go. PredictionStrike.com. Use that pro co- promo code DYNASTY and get rich today. Nice. That's what I'm doing. Well, I've been rich my you're, whole life. You're always rich. But that's the way to go. So... Matt, let's get back to the show here. You want to talk about some running back two numbers. So, yeah, um, I kind of took it a step further here um, and wanted to dig into some of these running back one numbers and their chances of if they've done X, like if they've done one year, like if they're a one-year wonder guy, how many or what's their chances of becoming a running back two then? And I did it kind of by in tiers as well. I did it if they were going to be a running back two one time two times and three times. So um, let me just run through some of the numbers really, really quickly. Um, so if you're a one-year wonder running back one, the chances of you becoming a running back two um, only one more time, it, it's not, it's, you know, it, it, it shouldn't be that hard, you would think. And it's, it's and it, the numbers bear out. There was 10 of them that did it. It was a 33% chance or 33.33% chance that you would be a running back two once if you were one year wonder. I know this is starting to get a little confusing, right? So if you were a running back one once, you were the one year wonder, and you became a running back two twice, you only had a 10% chance of doing that. So these numbers really fall off. These one year wonder guys, um, you really need to identify them. They're not long-term assets. They're not going to be great for your team, and they're not going to be high-end 
useful guys for your team. Let me repeat that number for guys, if you guys and gals that might not under, have understood that. If you were running back one, right? One time. Out of all those guys that were one time, only one of th- out of three of those guys, 33%, one out of three of those guys will be a running back two. Right. So that's, that's 13 to 24. So even if you have a running back one now, so, so guys, we just talked about James Robinson, Mike Davis, Antonio Gibson, David Montgomery, and Jonathan Taylor, right? You have a 33% chance of, of, of any one of those players becoming a running back two. two. Okay. That means one out of three. So we have six guys mm-hmm. here, six, two of those guys Yep. will be, now obviously someone could be a running back one again, which would skew that. So like Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs had the best bet there, right? Absolutely. Yep. So you take those two guys. So that gives us four. So only two of those guys, most likely, or one, one or two, you're somewhere, you know, right one in, or two yep. mm-hmm. will be a running back two once, once, yeah. <laughs> and to do it multiple times, and you're down to three people, you only have a ten percent chance of that. So I mean, those guys are such big outliers at this point. And there's and there was only one player that did, you know, was a running back one once, and then was a running back two three times. There was only one player that did it. I can't remember who it was, but. You know, that at least has a little bit of value. Um, if you can find that one player that at least you were able to start for four years. You know what I mean? Um, so that these numbers get, they get muddy fast. They get, they fall off quickly. Um, so let's move on to the next one. If you were a running back one, two or more times, these are the guys, these are the 33 players that did it. There was only 27% of the, the you know, the running back ones that did it twice or more. And if you did that twice or more, the, the chances of you being a running back two once was 42%. So you have a pretty good shot, right? Almost a 50% chance. 40, you know, 42% chance is not that bad. Yeah, 14 of those guys were a running back two. Exactly. So that's, that's actually not too bad. Like, so if you've had a multiple season, you know, if you've had a guy be a running back one twice, there's a pretty good chance that he is going to be a running back, at least a running back to once. Once. So that means you got three years of startability out of that person. This, this hashtag speak, two, three this year window. Speaks, yeah, exactly. To our hashtag two, three year window. Because after that, um, to do it twice, it falls all the way down to 18%. And nobody did it three times. So nobody was a running back one twice and a running back two, three times. So ever. that would have been five years. In 10 years. Right. So that ever. Would, ever. So that would have been five years of that, which it's it's speaking. These numbers are speaking to the fact that these there is a window for these guys. And yeah, it's, it's four years. It's four years. That is it. For the good guys. For the, the really, good, yeah. The for good the, guys have four years. Exactly. So everybody else is an outlier. It really proves your point that get these guys on their rookie contract and get out. And, and the point of the running back two numbers is because – those guys are still important. Those right. are championship caliber players. If you have a running back one, a running back two, uh, a good tight end, and solid receivers, you have yourself a very good team. So the running back two is important. But the numbers here show as well that even if you're running back one to once, like you're, the odds of you being a running back two more than once mm-hmm. are under 50%. Right. Under 50% for you to be a running back two at some point in your career. So it's like literally the wheels are just falling off. So... Once you see a player become a running back one, the clock is ticking. It's and it's always ticking until you know that they are the outlier. How do we establish the outlier? Who is the outlier? Right now, we know right now we're we're seeing one live and in person. That's Alvin Kamara. He no matter what happens for his career, he's an outlier from this day. If he never plays a snap again, he's an outlier. But we saw how Alvin Kamara looked without Drew Brees. Matt, is Drew Brees playing in 2021? I don't think so. It, nothing official, but it doesn't sound like it. That's not good. That's not good. So this is this is another weird thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, the, the number the numbers of players that have been a running back two one or more times has a it has a converse relationship with with the the players that have had a running back one season one time two times. So as as the numbers dwindle and you and you're getting into this smaller and smaller group of running backs that are elite and have done it multiple times like 3 or 4 times their chances actually go up that they will eventually land on that running back 2 radar so 
so the numbers, like 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 we already started off with the running back ones and running back twos, and we saw a trend that it went from 33% to 42%. That trend continues. And if you've been a running back one three or more times, you're, the shot at, the chances of you becoming a running back two once goes up to 52%. So it's it's as we're going down and getting this smaller and smaller group in the running back ones, those elite players, the outliers that we're calling them, they're actually having a greater chance of at least running back to two. landing it as a running back two once. And it, and it, and it, odds of you doing it two more times are pretty much 33%. Yep. Going out. Going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. So so let, let me just bang them out real fast here. Um, the running back three, if you're going to be doing a running back two once, it's 52, like I had mentioned. And if you were a running back one four or more times, the chances of you being a running back two once is 66% chance. And the one player that was five or more times was LaShawn McCoy and he was a running back two once as well. So that was a hundred percent chance. He's so the only one to compare it to. So exactly. He did it once. Yep. <laughs> exactly. But he's an outlier. So the, the, the thing is if you're a running back one, three times or more, you are an asset. You're an asset. Cause for cause, you, exactly after that too. And chances are you're, cause these are the guys that are, are really, really good. They're even on a down year for them or a year where they're tailing off the chances are pretty good that they're going to at least perform to the level of a running back too. And I think that's what the numbers tell me. Anyway. And, and even here we're only, and, and the guys like that are going to be like, like Melvin Gordon odds. Like, will he be a running back one to get that four? Maybe not, but he's probably going to be a running back two Like he was this year, which I think was he, running around 15. I think that is a perfect example of a guy that is in this 50, at least 50% range uh, of becoming a running back. And one. cream hunt. Yep. And, but that's it. Those are the, those are the only guys that can yep. even beat that number. So the other guys that were looking to be running back ones again for the third time, Let's look at these guys. Aaron Jones, which we, we, we're taking off that list. Derrick Henry, who we like a lot. And then Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, Leonard Fournette, Latavius Murray. I mean, Latavius, Mur- Latavius Murray's not going to do it. He's not going to. Yeah. No, these, are, these are guys. I'm just telling you guys that even have a, a chance, chance, right? So let's say Alvin Kamara goes down. These are the only guys that have a chance to be a running back to. Uh, a, a running back one again for the third time. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, like I mentioned. Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Latavius Murray. That's it. And so, I mean, you're basing that off the fact that they're still in the league, and that's it. They're still playing. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, a couple of those guys, there's there's a very slim chance that they're going to do it again. And the only guys I like here are Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, and Derrick Henry. Right, because I don't think Leonard Fournette has much of a shot. Um, no. And, and, you know, obviously neither does Latavius. And you Murray. never know. I mean, like I said, you never knew Mike Davis was coming to be a running back one. But there's always those guys. So even out of those guys, of those outlier guys you're looking at, they're already expensive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not – go but try and buy Saquon Barkley. Go buy Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Those guys are already expensive assets in Dynasty. So – in Dalvin Cook. I think the big thing to pay attention, those guys right there. Now, Saquon's young enough where he could be this outlier to join the the, the Alvin Kamara tier. Yep. You know, and, and his ADP and his, his price tag shows that. But I think the guy, other names you want to watch here is all three of those guys are not outliers, right? So Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. Those are the next guys up to be the big sells and get out high. I, I think I think those are – I think – identifying cells is very important. You know, you have to look at the list and figure out the guys that need to sell. And I think those are great names, but I think, I think another thing that you have to do is, is look at the list of newbies and try to identify kind of future guys that, that we, that we see as guys that can make this list twice and maybe three times to be like the outliers. And I think there we're looking at Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson. Right? That's the list. And Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, yeah. We go back two years mm-hmm. for him because Joe Mixon was a running back one in 2018. Mm-hmm. That's it. He wasn't a running back one in 2019. He wasn't a running back in 2020. So identifying these guys who – so basically when you're going out to buy a running back, right, running backs are really expensive. I was just saying, and, and out of those guys that you just identified, who is obtainable on that list for the, like – you know what I mean? James Robinson. James Robinson's probably David obtainable. Montgomery. Antonio Gibson. <laughs> Antonio is, is he though? I think so. Do you think the toe injury, the late late season toe injury has opened a window there? Or? I mean, he was running back twelve overall, so I think he's obtainable. Jonathan Taylor get, 
you're not buying him. I think Austin Eckler. What do you think about that? I think it's obtainable because he he had a he didn't have a big year. He didn't have a big year. There's a lot of turnover there with it. I mean, obviously the coaching staff. So there's some unknown, some some uh, you know. I some think he's owner. a number one guy on yeah. this list. If I had to hitch my, if I had to bet for the best bang for your buck yeah. to get, what? And I think the big number for him is that like I think his floor, the running back two floor of mm-hmm. multiple years. I think that's where he gets. I could see Austin Eckler getting us one more running back one season. It followed by two more, at least, running back two seasons. So I, I see three more years of Austin Eckler, let me say. Put it that way. And he's already had one running back one season and a running back two season. So he's already he's already hit up both lists, you know what I mean? So he's already one of these weird 33 percenters that's on the list as a one-year wonder, and he's on the list as a as a running back two once. So, so he's the only one I'm buying, you know what I mean? Like... Of course, I want Jonathan Taylor in my roster, but I can't. You're not buying Jonathan Taylor. He's got first round ADP, right? right? You know, you're not. I mean, I guess you could buy Josh Jacobs, but I mean, do you think Josh Jacobs would be this outlier? Be you know, he's already had one running back one season. So I look at Josh Jacobs having one more running back one season, and that's it for him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like to me, he's a sell next year. Uh, Dalvin Cook's a sell next year. Derrick Henry's a sell no matter what next year. Those are guys that are sells no matter what. Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook. Those are my big-time sells no matter what because the numbers are saying that their days are just about over. Right. And if it's not if it's not then, it's tomorrow. You know, it's not too far away. So I think for me, what about what about you think? I think Austin Eckler, he's the only one I think that's affordable on this list. I mean, even Joe Mixon comes with a heavy price tag. I mean, that's why I mentioned him. Um, you know, you know, obviously we, we mentioned David Montgomery as well. He's another one of these guys that's that's part of that 33%, same as Austin Eckler, that's been on the running back one, one hit, one year wonder list and the running back two once. So he's part of that 33% as well. But I, I see them in very different lights. I think David Montgomery is on this list and can be ob- obtained pretty easily, but I'm not sure you're going to be getting running back one numbers. You might get one more year out of him. But I likely you're going to see running back two. two numbers. Yeah, so he's going to be one of these guys that's in even the the smaller percentile that the ten percent type of guy that or even the three percent person that that's a running back two three times. You know what I mean? That was a one year wonder at ten percent chance. Yeah. Wow, or three percent, three percent, yeah. He could be three point three three percent chance. Uh, uh, you know that hits this one running back one list once and is you know, three timer on the running back too. And, and just look, and you think, I mean, the names changed pretty quickly here. I mean, let's just go back five years ago, right? Here are the running back ones in 2016, David Johnson, Zeke Elliott, Le'Veon Bell, LaShawn McCoy, DeMarco Murray, Devontae Freeman, Melvin Gordon, LeGarrette Blunt, Mark Ingram, Jordan Howard, Frank Gore, Latavius Murray. I had three of those players on one team. Look at you, killer. <laughs> I won, Look, I won the championship that year. By God, that's just five years ago, yep. right? Five years ago, those were your running back ones. You yep. don't want any of those guys on your roster right now. And I can't, well, Zeke. Yeah, I was going to say, but Zeke's a sell. And Melvin Gordon. Zeke's a sell. And so, I mean, Melvin Gordon, I think, is he might actually have a price that's that makes him not a sell. You know what I mean? Like, how much can you really get for him? I'm, I'm not sure. Like, he's one of these guys that I, I don't – I. Can't I can't get a good feel of him because I don't want him. Like I'm not running out to get him, so I feel like it's not like one of these guys that's a high. That's five years ago, Matt. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. You're not running after. The, yeah, you're not running after any of those guys. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Everybody wants to sell Zeke right now. That's why he's a buy. His value's depleted. And then Melvin Gordon. It just everybody's hated him for two years, but he's been great value, like we've said, because he's been on this list. Go back four years ago, right? That's not even a, hashtag two to three year window. Hashtag outliers two to four year window, right? Here's your running back once. Guys, gals, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Alvin Kamara, Cream Hunt, Melvin Gordon, Mark Ingram, LaShawn McCoy, Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Carlos Hyde, Jordan Howard, Duke Johnson. That was four years ago. That was four years ago. Give me one, two, three of those guys. I'll take three guys. I'll take I'll take Kamara, I'll take Hunt, and I'll take CMC. Yeah, and I would take, maybe Melvin Gordon. I would take Melvin Gordon right. for the right price. So as maybe, my running back maybe four guys. Which is what I expect him to do. If you get Melvin Gordon too, that's what you should expect out of him. He's going to be in that thirty-three. Actually, he would fall into that forty-four. Or actually, no, he'd be. He's a guy that's done it how many times? Three. three so times? there's a fifty. There's a fifty-three percent chance Melvin Gordon's going to be at least a running back too. Yep. At least a running back too. Fifty-three percent chance. I think he's already done it once. Yeah, he has. So he's in this thirty-three percent or thirty-five percent chance he might have to do it. A, he might do it a second time. Thirty-five percent chance. Yep. Okay. 
they're still not terrible odds. Not terrible odds. But so you have a thirty five percent chance of Melvin Gordon being a running back two at least. At least next year. Yep. Out of all the running backs out there, that's a good wagon to hit your, you know, saddle to, right? Don't you hit no or I horse think, to? I think you might have mixed metaphors there. I don't know. Put your saddle on a wagon? <laughs> put your horse on the saddle? Know. I don't know. Put your, put your horse in the wagon. The you way pull. you said it made me made me believe that it was right. Just get your hitch, put it on something, okay? <laughs> Just so stick with that. Uh, so we went back four and five years. Like that's a lot of dud names. So when you're looking at these name of list of 2020 guys, again, let's go over that list. Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, James Robinson, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Jonathan Taylor, Kareem Hunt, Josh Jacobs, Zeke Elliott, Mike Davis, Antonio Gibson. Of course, it sounds great today because literally a month and a half ago, we were playing Dynasty Fantasy Football and they were all running back ones and they were carrying your team. But that name is going to look in four years from now is going to sound just as bad as what we said in 2017. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Just as bad four years from now. In four, four years, four, from, year, now, four years from now, we're going to be like, yeah, I'll take Jonathan Taylor off that list and Antonio Gibson. Yeah, and three, and uh, maybe Josh Jacobs. And three years ago, we have guys on the list like David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, James White, James Connor. Those are names you could toss to the wayside. Yep. Yeah, David Johnson had a couple good years there, but so it was only a couple. He, mm-hmm. true definition of hashtag two to three year window Very where he true. should have been selling high. Very true. So again, the numbers here all speak from themselves. It's, and it's not, and if you go back over the years, it's pretty consistent, you know, cause guys start falling off the list and guys get back added, added to the list. So Maurice Jones drew guys like that, that were more than running back ones once, even guy like Michael Turner that was on this list. He's only says that he was running back one once. He was only a running back one twice, twice. Yep. his entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like, you know, Steven Jackson was obviously a stud. Michael Bush was only running back one twice once but mjd was only like a handful of times for him too three four times he was a true he was at true depth he was at hashtag two to three year window he was uh like not derrick henry so to say that was more of like a d'angelo williams yeah so to say frank gore is the guy that's on this list that bugs me the most because he goes way back he goes so far back and he's on the one year wonder list but he and he he shouldn't be on the one year wonder list because he goes far so far back that he was a running back one more than one time. But did you know that he was a running back two, like seven times or something? He, it, it was it was ridiculous. Or six times he was a running back two. So he, he to to go on top of the other you know three or four times when he was actually a running back one. If you go back to the beginning of his career, it's yeah. just it. It, that guy has been. But it's in miss. Even things like even this goes this goes to 2011. Frank Gore wasn't a running back one in 2010. No, no, definitely he wasn't. No, I mean that that's the thing. Like he's he's an outlier in a different way. He's like a running back two outlier. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, we're not we're not scavenging those numbers because those guys we're looking for difference makers. You need at least you don't need it. It depends how your dynasty roster is constructed. But if you want to win a championship. You should have a running back one on your roster. No, it's a big help. It definitely is. I feel like Frank Gore is the guy that, at like, especially in our league that has been going on since Frank Gore was like new to to, to you know professional yeah, football. I drafted him when he was a rookie, right? Exactly. In two thousand three, and he was the guy that literally was traded more than anybody around because he always was old. You know what I mean? And like broken, <laughs> but he was always still at least producing running back two type of numbers. So he was getting moved from championship to tam- championship team. Like as, as our, you know, as our dynasty, um, as our league kind of cycled through it. Him and Tom Brady both. Yeah, absolutely. Heavily traded. Yep. I, I, the goes by, I drafted him his rookie year, Frank Gore. Frank Gore. And then I traded for I traded him away, and then I traded for him again back like seven years later. And then I traded for him from you. And then I traded and him away I, again. And then I traded him away again. But I had him on my roster <laughs> yeah. twice in like a seven-year window. So I think the main point of this episode is to let you just kind of know that the numbers are here to prove that it's a hashtag two to three-year window. And that's it. And the outliers are hashtag two to four. And that that that's really it. Because anybody else is a complete outlier. And you're looking at about... Again, a 0.83% chance and in I'm, a decade. I'm glad, I'm glad we married that information with the turnover information at the position because it, there's no doubt that not only are these – is the position itself lend itself to being um, you know, a shorter shelf life, but also the fact that there's just so much turnover year to year in, in production and 
usage, I feel like, mm-hmm. goes into that as well. And I'm glad you brought up those those numbers as far as the turnover. And with injury, too. I mean, yeah. it's a part of it. Yep. It's, it's you know, well, if he didn't get hurt. Well, yeah. Then, if, you know, if I would have started uh, Baker Mayfield, my favorite player ever, over Jared Goff in my high-stakes league, I would have won the championship right. instead of being eliminated the second round. You, you know can't mean? deal in ifs. I would have right. won two games in a row instead of lost, and I would have won a lot of money, a significant amount of money that I could be really happy with. It's all because I didn't start Baker Mayfield. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Oh, if he didn't fumble there. And how many how many games in the playoffs are decided by point one points? Every decision you make in Dynasty matters. It's why we do this podcast every single week. It's why we started a YouTube channel so we can get more information out to you. Right? We're gonna do a YouTube uh, video here soon on our prediction for running back ones, wide receiver ones, tight end ones coming soon. Make sure you get to YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to that Dynasty Center channel. We have so much more content. And use this information to help us come to that decision. Okay, do we want to put Aaron Jones in here next year, which seems like an easy decision? Well, maybe not now after talking about it. And what, we don't look as crazy now from omitted Zeke Elliott. Because now when somebody comes to you, you're like, oh, do I saw your running back one list and Zeke Elliott was on it. What do you know? Well, no, what I know is... Zeke Elliott was a running back one already four times. So there is literally about a 95% chance that he won't be a running back one ever again. Yep. Now I could see Zeke being an outlier for sure. He's that talented, um, but odds are not in his favor. Let's say it that way. And no, yeah, I, who I, is the next guy up that's going to get those three year guys? And they're all guys we like on a rookie. Again, they're all guys we like on that window that I'm will, if I'm going to overpay. So here's the, here's the, here's the point. If you're going to overpay for a running back, don't do it for Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook when you're going to get probably two more years out of them and you're going to have a two, two first plus for those guys. And and chances are that you're going to get most, mostly running back two numbers because they've cashed out of all their running back one years. It's Let's look at guys like Clyde Edwards-Alaire, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Mm-hmm. Dobbins, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, look to the Javante future. Williams. Yep. When you have the running back – like Matt just said, consistently look towards the future. And what may be an un- oversell today will be an undersell tomorrow. And and <laughs> don't do it, you know, don't do it. Just to do it. Don't, don't do it just to do it. If you have a championship team, don't disassemble it just to get young. But you have to pick and choose which pieces to get rid of. You know what I mean? You what have, are you getting back? Exactly. Yeah, always. You always got to be smart about it, and you always have to go for the ship. Always. I wanted to make sure that we got that message out that you're never going to get rid of a guy just to get rid of a guy if you have a legitimate shot. Yeah, when you're top four yeah. in your league yeah. and you have a legit shot at the championship game, because going back two years ago, even some of these guys that are great. These are just one the regular season, right? Weeks one through sixteen. We're not like you know two years ago. You rode the playoffs with a great team with Josh Jacobs and Derrick Henry, right? For your championship game, they were not available, you know, and guys like that happen as well. So even the good guys that get you there that are still running back one numbers, they're running back ones for a reason because they got they got all the carries all year long. So even more so at the end of the year, odds are of them being banged up are pretty high. And then you get the outliers again, like Alvin Kamara's and guys like that that win you a championship. So if you can identify that outlier, then you that's the guy you overpay for. So. Like this year, odds of, of us having a guy that's going to jump in an outlier mix, it's going to be Jonathan Taylor. And his price tag reflects that. Because if you have to bet on a guy who's going to be that next Zeke Elliott and get you four straight running back one numbers, I would bet on Jonathan Taylor. That's a guy I'm willing to overpay for because I feel like I'm going to get... S- situation, talent. At least running back two numbers usage. for the next four years. Odds are... Mm-hmm. If I, if I had to pick the one guy, odds are I'm going to get at least running back two numbers out of Jonathan Taylor. So if he cost me two first plus and I need for that running back position, which is so important, I'd pay it for him. He's literally the only guy on this list that I would do that for. That's a running back one this year. I think as far as paying that price, I agree. Right? I yep. mean, I'm not paying that price for Derrick Henry because his odds are mm-hmm. have gotten lower. I'm not paying that pr- price for Kamara because his odds are significantly lower because he's already at four. He's already at four. The, the best to be... LaShawn McCoy did it five times in a decade, but even his whole career, he's only done, been a running back one six times. Now he's been a running back two, two more times. So he's a running back one or two, eight times his entire career. Right. That's Alvin Kamara. So he's already been a running back one four times. So odds are he's going to be a running back one or a running back two probably 
If he's going to be the GOAT, sure. for example, LaShawn McCoy example of the decade, four more times. Yep. Now, what's what are you willing to pay for that? He's still young enough, but those running back years fall off pretty quickly. I was going to say, you have a much higher chance of having running back two numbers with him than running back one, multiple running back one numbers. So, guys, I'm looking at, like we just mentioned, all the guys we just mentioned, those are the guys that I'm willing to attack. And, and that, that if I'm buying a running back, that's where I'm going to put my money at. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing a startup, that's where I'm drafting. I'm going to grab I'm going to grab the young receiver. We're going to tell you why next in the first round. And it's why I've never, ever taken a running back in the first round of a startup ever. This is why. Yep. You know, In the first Silly. round, I'm taking Justin Jefferson if I can get him, right? Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf. AJ Brown. I want those guys. And then guess what? In the second round and in the third round, you know, I'm still looking at wide receiver, but then maybe the third or fourth round, can I get JK Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Clyde Orzelaire, Javante Williams, you know, uh, yep. Travis Etienne, those guys there, and let me let me keep riding that wool, that that train or ride. Woo, woo. Whatever, or, or I'll hitch my horse to that horse. You know what I mean? I'll hitch my horse to that horse. That sounds and, like some good yeah. horsepower you got there. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good <laughs> stuff here. So the most important thing is always remember, it's the same thing we've been preaching to our audience for six and a half years that we've been lucky and blessed to do this podcast for you. And it's hashtag two through your window. Dynasty running backs should always be the most fluid position on your roster, they're going to get you when they put out the big numbers, they're going to get you one of the best returns you can possibly get as well. Mm. And then identify guys early that you can trade for. Like I gave up a future second plus for Antonio Gibson way early in the year before Darius Geist got cut. Cause I identified him as somebody who I liked sure. being a running back. I predicted Antonio Gibson, even if Geist didn't get cut to be the running back one there. Eventually I do recall. That's a guy who I thought, okay, what's the price tag on him? Because it'd be worth later. It worked out. It won't always work out that way, but it worked out on that one because now I have a running back one who was running back one once. So no matter what I paid, I got a good, I got a 33% guy off the gates. And odds are of him being a running back two, at least, are really high as well. So identify those guys. What are you willing to pay today for Clyde Edwards-Alaire? What are you willing to pay for J.K. Dobbins? And what are you willing to pay for DeAndre Swift? Okay. This is a very deep draft class. There's going to be some very coveted players come your draft. Target those guys. Identify them. What does it cost besides your first if you need a running back? Plus, don't be afraid to give up your second. Don't be afraid to give up your third. Never don't be afraid. Or to your give whole up draft a class. A second or a third. Or a yeah. second next year for yeah. those guys because they could be the next outlier. If I had to bet, I'm going to go uh, DeAndre Swift. Me too. Clyde Edwards Lair, J.K. Dobbins. In that order. In that me. order. For um, me. I, no, I, all I would all have, close. I, I would have all the three same. of them. I would have the mean? same order. Yep. It doesn't mean I don't like J.K. Dobbins, but if I had to do that, put them in order of priority, that's what I'm targeting. If I knew that Gus Edwards wasn't going to be there, I think I would have Clyde Edwards. Um, a little high. J.K. I mean, a little higher. J.K. High, yeah, higher. Well, Love Bell won't be there. And, well, Daryl Williams will be there next year. That's what I'm a little bit worried about. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. He got Well, people are like, well, look at Daryl got all those carries. Well, Clyde Edwards lawyer was banged up. He was questionable going into the game. Yep. But still. Those are the guys that I'm identifying today. Jonathan Taylor's out of my price range. So I'll never feel comfortable giving up that for a running back. Um, I'd rather take a step back and give guys that who have not been a running back want a chance to get into that category. Those are the three guys I'm targeting. If you're going to make an overpay, those are guys to do it. Because remember, what may seem like an overpay today may be an underpay tomorrow. Yeah, when they're ruling the world and looking like one of these elite guys. And we have these stat sheets here. If you have any other questions about running backs, we have these. We Like Matt said, we are going to save this data every year going forward. We're going to track this for as long as we're doing this podcast, yep. which I don't see. I ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Me neither. So and remember, subscribe to that YouTube channel. We're going to do our predictions for running back ones coming up here soon. And just support the podcast that way. Also, if you want to support the podcast, make sure you get on iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. That really helps out the show as well. Um, obviously, the more ratings reviews you get, the more Apple likes you, the more they put you to the front. Helps us support the game of Dynasty and make it bigger make sure you check out dynastynerds.com every single day we have so much good content out there for free and of course you got to try out the dynasty gm there's no better time there's a lot of good updates coming there uh, there's another update coming out in a couple months here too that's going to blow your guys socks off for the dynasty gm i cannot wait man it's going to change the game of dynasty i'm telling Ooh. you um you gotta get there you could if you if you always want to see what the hype is on dynasty gm it's absolutely free to try on dynastynerds.com right now you can try it for three days uh if you have sleeper Flea Flicker, MFL, it automatically imports your leagues for you. All you got to do is put your uh, login information 
And if you on a different platform, it literally takes you eight minutes. I didn't. I didn't Just manually. Yep. Eight minutes to manually upload your entire league. It's that easy. Try it out. Use it, and I promise you that this will be the best dynasty tool you have ever used. And anybody who's bought it from day one, which was what like eight months ago, seven, not even six months ago, six or November, yeah, something. Or so I can't remember, but it sounds about right. Ask them how drastically different and improved it is in six months and how many more features it has. It's never going to stop growing. Nope. We're just going to keep on growing that thing. Every new membership that we get, that money that comes in, goes right back to the developer and say, add more, yep. add more. So if you want the tool to be better, buy it. It's going to get better. Absolutely. I promise you that. Yep. And of course, if you want to talk on Twitter, I'm at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. Follow the site at Dynasty Nerds, and we will be back next week with Garrett and Jared. We'll talk a little bit senior bowl, see what happened to them. Uh, any other news today came out was Jeff Wilson signed his one year deal in San Francisco. I don't know how the guarantee is. So that's a nice opportunity there for him. I still think they signed a running back in free agency, but that's it really the big things. That's it, man. As far as newsy and notesy stuff. All right. How about we dive into the same statistics, Matt with wide receiver. Ooh, nerd. Herd. Hey, you joined the nerd herd. You get that podcast too. Nice. Adios.